Oh, hello, all my sincerest apologies for not having put out an episode since Monday, so like five days ago now, Uh, but I've just been so busy with my own personal life. No, I really haven't. This last past week was... This last past week has been extremely busy, and I'm thinking to myself right now because I'm home in my apartment right now, sitting on my TV. I just got home from, for, from the dog park in West Hollywood with my dog, obviously, and I was browsing through my phone. I sat down at about 8 o'clock. It is now 8.59 p.m. on the West Coast, so it's 10 on 12, um, midnight on uh, the East Coast, and I was thinking to myself... Well, there's so many good stories. I could either wait until Monday and do an extra long episode, or for those of you who are interested, I'll just put out one right right now, and then we'll like do one because I'm not doing anything tonight except staying home and watching, you know, probably like three or four movies. Um, I have to stop watching WandaVision episode eight, which was literally the greatest thing I've ever watched in my entire life, and I posted like twelve TikToks about it because it was just so good. I can't even handle it. It's episode eight, um, and I think I believe next Friday is the series finale of WandaVision, which is incredible because. Wanda goes right into Doctor Strange 2, which comes out, I believe, in spring slash spring and or summer of 2022, which is really exciting. So I can't wait. Um, but anyways, episode 8 was incredible. I don't know if you guys watched the show, but a lot happened. And the end credit scene was just out of control. And I just think Katherine Hahn is the greatest addition to the MCU, aside from Elizabeth Olsen, of course. And... Um, it was it was something special, and I don't want to spoil it because I know a lot of people don't watch the show and or haven't started it yet. It's one of those shows that I think people are picking up on late. Not me, though. I was there as a loyal viewer from day one, episode one, um, eight weeks ago. Can't even believe it's been eight weeks. By the way, can you believe that Monday is March 1st? I can't even believe I just I can't. Like, it's crazy. 2021 is going by faster than 2020, 2020, which I think is a good thing for most people, but... It's just wild. But anyways, I say all that to say the reason why I decided to put on an episode tonight, Saturday night, um, is because I, I, I'm sure many of you have heard the whole the horrifying story about Lady Gaga's uh, dog walker being shot and attacked and two of her dogs being, being stolen, taken. And, and uh, one of the dogs, I believe, got away because um, the dog walker was walking three dogs and one of them got away because the walker held onto that dog for with like the jaws of life it was just you know a heartbreaking story and i think yeah i mean for any dog owner dog parent or any animal parent at that it's horrifying to imagine somebody walking your dog and your dog's getting stolen but anyways her dogs were returned unharmed which is just such a you know a relief and i i i always think to myself when i read stories like that because my dog lives with my best friend we co we co-share the dog and um, whenever I read sad stories like that or hear anything, I have to go see my dog right away. I drop whatever I'm doing and I go see my dog. My best friend lives like 15 minutes away from me. Um, and I just was kissing and loving my dog. And, you know, he knows. He's like smothered with love from both of us. But uh, especially, you know, when I found out Lady Gaga's dogs were recovered, I just had to hold him and tell him how much I love him. And I think dogs understand that. But then eventually they're like, okay, get away from me and give me a cookie. I have to go out and poop. <laughs> that's why I love my dog. But I say all that to say, um, that's, you know, why. I have four, four really good stories for you guys today. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's just get into the first one. And obviously it has to do with what I was just talking about. This is from E! News. Lady Gaga's dogs recovered safely two days after armed robbery. Okay, Lady Gaga's dog, French Bulldogs, have been found on Friday, February 26th. The Los Angeles Police Department confirmed that the canines were returned at approximately 6 p.m. Authorities said in a statement that a woman returned the dogs to detectives and Gaga's team at the Los Angeles Police Department Olympic Station. I know where Olympic is. LAPD shared, quote, the woman found the dogs and reached out to Lady Gaga's staff to return them. The woman's identity 
and the location the dogs were found will remain confidential due to the, due to the active criminal investigation um, and for her safety, as it should be. Koji and Gustav were stolen on the evening of February 24th by an unknown assailant who shot the pop star's dog walker before fleeing by car. The dog walker, who has since been identified as Ryan Fisher, is expected to make a full recovery. Thank the Lord. Quote, the victim is listed in stable condition after the shooting and his injuries were described as being non-life-threatening, the police, statement, the police statement said. Quote, LAPD robbery homicide detectives will continue to investigate to ensure the persons responsible are ultimately arrested and brought before justice. Soon after news of the unarmed, after the armed robbery broke, Gaga offered a $500,000 reward for the safe return of her animals in her first public statement on the incident shared just hours before the dog's recovery. She pled for the public's help in locating the pups. Um, I mean, also what's really crazy about the story is that Lady Gaga's in Rome right now shooting a film. So she wasn't even in the States to sort of, uh, you know, uh, comfort this man who was shot and injured and helped with the search of her dogs. But um, the dogs, uh, I read an article on TMZ were, my gosh, it's crazy. They were found in an alleyway attached, like uh, leashed up to a pole, which is crazy. I mean, thank goodness. I mean, who knows how long they were there, but thank, uh, it was only two days that they were found after they were kidnapped. But, you know, can you imagine if they went, like, weeks or something without food and the dogs were unarmed, which is such a, which is such a blessing. I can't even imagine how, like, elated she must feel. She probably has such peace of mind. I wonder if the dogs are going to be flown to her by a private jet. I'm sure they are because it's Lady Gaga. She's fabulous, and her dogs are probably treated like kings and queens. But, anyway, such a relief. I can't even imagine being in that situation. I mean, I sort of know, I sort of know what that's like because when I was a senior in college, my dog, I had two dogs. I had two Australian Shepherds growing up. One of my dogs went out for his night, her nightly poo poo pee pee and she I went into the woods behind her house and usually they browse up they would browse and they would come back to the door but she didn't come out from the door and then you know fast forward I think two three weeks she was missing we you know assumed the, the worst that she had passed but you know they were doing construction behind my parents house um and I guess somebody had spotted her and she must have fallen or something and she was definitely out of it but um you know she lived I think she was I think 13 or 14 when this happened she was older but and she lived after that, which is crazy. So I totally, I totally understand what it's like to have a pet go missing. And you know, it's really interesting because with our dog Chai, um, West Hollywood. So West Hollywood uh, is interesting, which is crazy, crazily enough, where Lady Gaga's dog walker was walking with her dogs, and that's you know where you know my dog lives. But most buildings come with a uh, because everybody in LA has a dog specifically West Hollywood most most buildings apartment buildings come equipped with sort of a dog park within the building that's gated off so you don't necessarily have to leave your building which is what we do with Chai because primarily it's safer and you know it's he knows you know we can go through the building he can be off his leash and then he knows exactly where to go when he's within the confines of the building so he's not running out in the street and no cars go near him and that's sort of what we're you know more comfortable with unless he's staying with me but again I live in a big building too where it's dog super dog friendly and you don't have to leave the building to take your dog out so i it is a scary thing and i just i can't even imagine for those who don't live in complexes like this or houses they live in houses and they just uh walk their dogs freely and you know for that to happen but i also read somewhere else that french bulldogs are sort of a target for thieves because they're they're so valuable but i just i can't even believe someone would you know it's just heartbreaking but i'm really glad that dogs are returned safely healthy and okay condition unarmed 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 um and i hope that the, the people who attacked shot this guy and stole her dogs are thrown in prison for life um but yeah so i'm very happy for lady gaga and thank the lord because you know canines are just the best dogs are better than humans duh <laughs> at least that's what i think um okay second story of the day 
is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to issue a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. Uh, well, like a little thing. Because this is uh, about someone who has been... There's so much tragedy last year with the passing of her, of her loving husband, Kobe Bryant. This is his wife, uh, Vanessa Bryant. Slams Evan Rachel Wood's, quote, vile tweet about Kobe Bryant following his passing. Now, this is crazy. I, I think I read about this. I read about this on TMZ and then they went on to... Instagram to read Vanessa's stories because she posted all this in her Instagram stories. Um, but this is just the most wild thing I think I've, I've read in a long time. And I, I, I can't even imagine. I, we'll read it, we'll dissect. So again, this is from E! News. Um, Kobe Bryant's wife, Vanessa Bryant, is slamming a tweet that Evan Rachel Wood posted last year after his passing in which the Westworld actors called him a, quote, rapist. The NBA legend, one of the most celebrated athletes of all time, as we all know, passed in a helicopter crash on January 26, 2020, along with his and Vanessa's 13-year-old daughter, Gianna Bryant, one of their four children. After news of their passing was made, Public Evan tweeted, quote, uh, what has happened is tragic. I'm heartbroken for Kobe's family. He was a sports hero. He was also a rapist. And all these truths can exist simultaneously. Okay, I'm going to talk about that tweet after I read the, finish the article and then everything else. Scores of people had initially criticized the Westworld actress over the tweet that appeared to, be, to allude to a 2003 sexual assault case involving Kobe and an unidentified female accuser, which was later dismissed. On Saturday, February 27th, more than a year after the deadly helicopter crash, Vanessa said she learned about Evan's post and shared it on her Instagram story, which is where I saw it too. Quote, this just came to my attention, Kobe's wife wrote in her post, in which she tagged the actress, quote, your false and sensitive defamatory and slanderous tweet on 12620 is vile and disturbing to say the least. Evan has not yet commented on Vanessa's post and her rep had no immediate comment when reached by E! News. Um, uh, uh, basically, also, Vanessa wrote in her response to uh, the tweet that you know nothing about the facts, you don't know the facts. Interestingly enough... She also posted in her stories a tweet that Abigail Disney had had uh, shared right after the passing, and I believe Abigail Disney is the great granddaughter of Co- of uh, Walt Disney. Um, Vanessa, okay, I'm gonna read you because I'm gonna see if it's still in her story here. Okay, Abigail Breslin, excuse me, Abigail Breslin, Abigail Disney tweeted. Haven't said anything about Kobe so far because I felt some time needed to pass before weighing in. But yes, it's time for the sledgehammer to come out. The man was a rapist. Deal with it. She tweeted that on January 29th, 2020. Um, okay. Uh, many, many thoughts about this. And this is what I think. Uh, the first being, um, I know it's come out recently with regards to Evan Rachel Wood talking about her. Sorry, I just cracked my knee if you heard that. Evan Rachel Wood with regards to her accusations about her ex, Marilyn Manson, and stuff, you know, the horrifying sort of experience she had with him and everything. I've talked about that. And I'm always on the side of the victim, of course. So I'm sure that tweet was rooted in personal experience that she went through. And again, I... I I am one who always, you know, I, I've read all these stories and I, I, I really do, I like reading it because I, I want to understand it. I like to, you know, it's important for the victims to have a platform and a voice. Of course, of course. It, it's just, it wasn't, I believe, my personal opinion, it was sort of an unnecessary, the timing was very unnecessary. And I've always said this, I mean, you are allowed to think whatever you want to think, even if your thoughts don't align with other people's, but you don't have to put it out there because I've had many, many thoughts about, you know, this past election, about everything. Um, and I, I just, I mean, I've talked about some of it, but there are things that I've kept inside because it's private or I share with people not on 
this or, or privately because that's, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to go out of my way intentionally to offend or anger people unless it's, you know, saying, actually reporting a truth, for example, the things, you know, the horrifying, you know, things, some of the things that the past president had said, which is out there for the world to hear. But with regards to the passing of Kobe, Gianna, and the other victims of that horrible crash last year, it was very unnecessary for her to add that in. You know, she could have just said the first part of the tweet, which is a horrifying crash, condolences, and leave it at that. And any personal feelings she had with regards to the 2003 moment, don't bring that up because, excuse me, it's the same thing for Abigail, Abigail Disney. They know, I'm sure they knew subconsciously that the Vanessa was going to come across this. And I also, Vanessa has young, three young children that, were, that are going to be grown up one day and absorb this. And I just think it's, it was really ill-timed. And I just, I, my personal opinion was that it was not the right thing to think. Despite what you think or despite what the lawsuit was back then, you can think whatever you want to think. You just shouldn't put it in a tweet for the world to see, especially when you're a huge public figure like Evan Rachel Wood, who was just on a huge show, Westworld, which had a huge audience. And, um, you know, there's also another, uh, another story that Vanessa had shared, Vanessa Bryant, that Kyla Pratt, a fabulous actress who I love, who I basically grew up with her. You know, she was Penny Proud in the Proud Family on Disney Channel, that amazing show. And then she was also in the Dr. Doolittle film. She played the daughter of Eddie Murphy and Raven Simone. Um, and she had tweeted a response to Evan Rachel Wood that was actually really interesting. It was like, Evan, I've been a fan of yours from afar. You know, we grew up in the same business together uh, because they're both child actors. But, you know, honestly, and then she said something along the lines of, but this tweet, what the F? Except she didn't say what the F, she used the word. And, you know, uh, yeah, Vanessa posted a thank you to Kyla. So that's what I think about that. And again, I understand that Evan's tweet was probably rooted in experience, personal experience, as maybe Abigail Disney's was as well. I don't know so much about her, but I know specifically of Evan Rachel Wood because of everything that's sort of come up publicly about her relationship, past relationship with uh, Marilyn Manson. So that's what I think on that. If you have something not nice to say, then don't say it at all. And it's uh, Evan did say, you know, these thoughts can exist simultaneously. Yes, they can, but you shouldn't, it's like jabbing his wife who's going through the most horrifying experience ever and it's just wrong. And that's what I think about that. And, you know, I mean, because it's unimaginable for a fan of Kobe's and, and you know, because I knew... I'm not a sports person, but of course I know who he was. And it's unimaginable to think what his family is going through and friends, but then to have people saying things like this, despite what happened, like, it's just... I know many people have very, probably very, very, very varied, very varied thoughts on this, but that's, those are my thoughts. And in the words of Nini Lise, I said what I said. Okay, third story of the day. Um, I'm actually not going to read the third story because I don't really care. I'm going to go to the fourth story of the day because it's a fabulous story. It's something that I really like. I'm just screaming about. Um, I don't even think I, talk, I talked about this because the news came out last week, but I'm screaming because it has to do with Lucy Hale and I love Lucy Hale so much because I love PLL. Maybe I did talk about this. Oh, I totally did talk about this story. But anyway, it's a little bit of an update. <gasps> this is from People. Skeet Ulrich leaves flirty comment on Lucy Hale's latest Instagram post amid a romance rumor. So I did talk about this story. I remember I read it from Page Six. So I talked about a story last week about Lucy Hale from Purdue Lars and Skeet Ulrich who was on Riverdale. He played Jughead's dad. Um, I guess they're spotted having lunch together and smooching, which is just fabulous because they're both in the... Uh, not the CW world, but the, what is it called? Archie Comics world. Fabulous. Anyways, a little bit of an update here. 
Ski Ulrich is showing some love for Lucy Hale on her Instagram page. On Friday, Hale31 shared a photo of herself standing in front of a window wearing a gray top, plaid miniskirt, and lace-up heeled leather booties. Quote, I miss New York, the pretty little liars alum wrote. My goodness, Ulrich51 commented on the post. The former Riverdale star and Katie Keene star actress first sparked romance rumors when they responded enjoying PDA-packed lunch date in LA last weekend. Yes, I did report about this. They kissed, held hands across the table. At one point, Hale affectionately lifted Ulrich's hand to kiss it. Ooh, some delicious. Um, yeah, I mean, that's basically the story. Uh, love it. Love to see it. And I think it's just, you know fabulous um love to see lucy hale out in the world on the dating scene by the way she just got a really cute new dog her dog looks just like my dog i believe it's a multi-poo and it's named elvis and she has another dog who's a puppy and i love it too because i've actually been thinking of you know getting another dog too because i love doggies so much and you know dogs uh the way when when you have a dog and then you get a new dog like two three years later um it's like learned behavior so the new dog will learn from the you know the the older dog um and the way my dog acts is like, he's so affectionate, he's so loving, he's such a good boy. And it's just like cool when dogs sort of are the same thing, the same personality. Because dogs really do have personalities. And, you know, that's why having a dog is the greatest thing ever. And if you do, then you know that. But if you don't, then, you know, you should know that because it's a great thing. Um, so aside from that, those are our three weekend update stories. I don't usually do weekend episodes because um, I'm very busy. But I did do an episode all last week because I'm so busy except for Monday. But I'm going to definitely go back to Monday because I have a really good story for Monday morning. And I was going to talk, it was going to be the weekend story I was going to talk about now. But I'm going to wait till Monday because it's a good one. And um, it's really exciting. And it's about how progressive we need to be and how you know, things are just good, but I'll give you a clue. It has to do with The Bachelor. Wink, wink, and I'm sure you know about all the hot water that Chris Harrison was in, but he is stepping down, and there is somebody great stepping in, and I love who they chose to step in. Um, I was also going to talk about that actor Ray Fisher from the Justice League films, um, because, you know, he's a little bit controversial with regards to something that he tweeted over the weekend, uh, well, actually today, um, about a potential new black Superman, which I think is a fabulous idea by Warner Brothers. But uh, again, that's going to be a story I'm going to talk about on Monday. So, yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Andrew the Beach. The- <laughs> Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture. You can stream my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox Radio, basically anywhere a podcast stream. Um, Spotify, the podcast app on the iPhone. Have a great rest of the, rest of the weekend. I'm now going to go watch something on Disney Plus because I'm hooked. I'm probably going to end up watching WandaVision again because I can't stop watching. But you guys, if you haven't watched WandaVision, you really should tune in. It's so good. Elizabeth Olsen is stellar. Catherine Hahn is amazing. And Paul Bettany is just mwah, chef's kiss. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, I'll see you all. Well, I'll talk to you all on Monday. Bye.